0: Well Podcast, number one, for Wednesday, September fourteenth, two 2005. The topic is hydration. My name is Steve.
1: And I'm Michelle.
0: And you can visit our website at eatingwellpodcast.blogspot.com. And if you have any questions, you can send them to eating.well@gmail.com. at gmail.com. The intro music was Groove It by Dennis Kitchen, part of the Podsafe Music Network at music. Podshow.com. So, what can we say about hydration other than it's extraordinarily important?
1: Well, we also know that it's definitely a big, um, uh, you know, it's necessary for our energy level. We need to have a certain amount of water intake every day just to maintain our energy level.
0: And most Americans are not getting it. It's not part of our culture to consume large quantities of water or even water on a regular basis unless we just happen to be aware of it.
1: Especially just plain water. Most Americans get any of their fluid overall from soda, juice, coffee, but not necessarily water by itself per se.
0: And if you're interested in weight loss of any kind, uh, you're going to need the water to metabolize body fat. So unless you're getting a good amount of water, you're not going to lose weight.
1: Right. You can look at all the calorie intake and do your exercise, but you're going to find that the proper water intake is going to be a big predictor of your success.
0: It's also got other beneficial effects like suppressing your appetite and will reduce water retention if you're, if you're having that problem. Uh, it'll show up on the scale.
1: Right. A lot of people feel that when they're retaining fluids, that they have too much water in their body. So rather than drink more, they drink less, which is the opposite of what we should do. Um, also, when we are hungry, sometimes we know we've just eaten and we might feel hungry, but really we just need some more water. And having, you know, 8 ounces is going to actually fill your stomach up. And um, you really don't need to eat anymore.
0: That's a, that's a great tip. Have plenty of water when you're eating, and uh, it will help curb that uh, immediate uh, need. It will help uh, satiate you for a little bit. And there's no calories in water.
1: Zero calories.
0: Plenty of water is beneficial in reducing the risk of kidney disease. Your kidneys need plenty of water to flush out all of your bodily waste. I think we all pretty much understand how that works. Water is essential in that biochemistry.
1: Right. That's exactly right. I mean, you need to have your filter cleaned out to filter all the other toxins. So getting plenty of water just keeps it running smoothly. And, of course, we we don't really realize how important hydration is to our skin as well. So if you have the proper water intake, your skin stays healthier. It helps especially maintain the elasticity so that yeah. when we're gaining and losing weight, we can go back to our normal size with our skin as well.
0: Yeah, all the all the skin creams in the world is not going to do as much for the hydration of your skin as good water intake.
1: Yeah, and there's a monetary benefit as well. You know, water can be free. I know we like to pay for it in a bottle, but the skin creams are rather expensive.
0: Oh, yes. Uh, It's also essential in digestion and absorption of nutrients, and at some point, we might have to bring up the topic of fluffies. Uh, That has a lot to do with uh, fiber and the lower end of your digestive system, but uh, that might have to be a a separate uh, show topic. What do you think?
1: I agree. We can Uh have a whole talk about fiber.
0: (laughs) Water is essential for a good digestion. Um, Also, your joint health is important. And I'm not too up-to-date on how all of that functions, but apparently synovial fluid is, is in your joints.
1: That's right.
0: And it uh, provides uh, some lubrication there between your cartilage. And as far as circulation goes, uh, you know, uh, what is it, a third of your body is water? 70% being dehydrated, your body is going to start pulling water from all sorts of places just to get its needs met.
1: Yeah, many people don't realize that dehydration affects us all the way down to the cellular level. So we might feel thirsty or tired or lightheaded, but it's really affecting us, through our whole body system.
0: Well, how much water do you need to consume? What's the general consensus on how much water is the bare minimum?
1: The majority of experts out there agree that the rule of thumb is 64 ounces a day. However you want to measure it, by the pint, by the quart, by the cup, 64 ounces a day.
0: I usually get my water intake in those 16.9 ounce bottles. I don't know why we switched to 16.9, but that's what they all are now.
1: Right. Yeah, I carry around a 32 ounce um, plastic refillable bottle myself, and I have to drink two of those during my workday. And then anything else on top of that is bonus water. That's good.
0: Bonus water is good.
1: Bonus water is good. More is better.
0: That's right. Well, there's other things besides plain water that you might count as water.
1: Right. Anything that you can get out there in the market that has no caffeine and no sodium and no calories. That's a good rule of thumb. Um, Such items could be decaffeinated coffee, decaf tea, um, items like crystal light that you can add to water. I believe there might be a slight amount of sodium and crystal light, but we could count that as well.
0: Yeah, and I think there's some calories in there. If you were going to drink a a whole serving of it, I think uh, there's maybe like three or five calories or something.
1: Yeah, so maybe we shouldn't include that one.
0: Well, I I guess you have to draw the line someplace.
1: Yeah, exactly. Uh,
0: And there are on the market all kinds of commercials and uh, things uh, advertising hydration-specific beverages like uh, Gatorade and Powerade and all of these other sports drinks. Right. And their function is to try and rehydrate you, right?
1: Yes, and they actually typically will add some type of electrolyte to help your body absorb it better.
0: Now, isn't electrolyte a salt? It is. So, if you're concerned about sodium, perhaps not the wisest choice. Exactly. Well, they're not advertising that aspect.
1: No, they're not. They're not really telling you you're going to retain fluid by taking in this, this drink, but it's just a big marketing, I wouldn't say gimmick so much, because some people really do benefit from those items, but, you know, Plain water is always going to be the best.
0: Well, those sports drinks are kind of engineered for people that are exerting a lot of energy and uh, sweating a lot
1: exactly. and losing a lot of water. Exactly. if you're a, doing a triathlon or a marathon or, a, a, you know, a century bike ride or something, those could really help you out. But for the general population, we're going to the gym or going on a walk, we don't really need to have those added calories and added expense, actually.
0: Yeah. Water is very cheap, isn't it? Very. Well, there are some drinks out there that you might... try and avoid because they'll tend to dehydrate you instead of hydrate you and it's particularly bad to drink these if you're feeling thirsty.
1: Exactly. You know we were kind of alluding to this a minute ago but drinks with caffeine in them tend to dehydrate you and they overstimulate your heart as well. Um, Alcohol, alcoholic beverages just because it's a liquid doesn't mean it's going to hydrate you.
0: And uh... Alcohol dehydration is uh, one of the primary causes of the hangover in the morning, isn't it?
1: Exactly. You know, you've really dehydrated your body down once again to the cellular level, and it really affects your cognitive function in your in your brain. So you're feeling pretty lousy typically the next day when you're having um, overconsumption of alcohol.
0: And uh, typically sodas that people consume, uh, you know, all the time for when they're thirsty to... Uh, uh, when, they're, when they're thirsty, they'll drink, uh, you know, Cokes and Pepsis and all of the major brand uh, soft drinks, which have sodium and carbonation in them.
1: Right. And, you know, if you have a, a regular small 12-ounce soda, which is actually, you know, kind of hard to come by these days, um, there's not a whole lot of sodium in there. The thing is, most of us are going to a convenience store or a fast food place and getting many ounces of soda, and that contains a significant amount of sodium.
0: And, it's just and you really more than are
1: not really doing your body a service as far as the hydration is concerned. You're getting a, a well above the necessary sodium level.
0: And it's just a lot of empty calories also.
1: Very much so, especially if it's not diet soda, right?
0: Oh, yeah. Well, there are a few good ones, and it's a, when I'm looking for them, I'm looking for no caffeine and no sodium. So if you look around, you can find them.
1: My favorite is Hansen's. It's available pretty much everywhere these days. It says calorie-free on there. It's a natural soda, great flavors, no sodium, no caffeine, and I know there's others.
0: Yeah, my favorite has got to be Diet Right. There's a couple of flavors, and uh, they've recently changed their packaging, but it's the same product inside. Um, By the time that you're thirsty, I'm just reading my show notes here, by the time you're thirsty, you're already dehydrated. Do you believe that's true?
1: That is true. From what I've read in the studies, that is true. So, you know, we really need to hydrate all day long. It's not just about starting your day with a cup of water and maybe, you know, having one before you go to bed. You need to have water all day long. If you get to the point where you're actually feeling thirsty, that's a clear sign that your body's telling you it's been too long since you've drank some water.
0: Well, there's some things you can do to keep hydrated throughout the day. And the number one, the easiest one, is to take water with you.
1: Exactly. If you carry water with you, you're going to be more inclined to drink it. You know, I was mentioning I carry my Nalgene bottle with me full of water all day. You said earlier that you carry a bottle as well. If it's not there and you're thirsty and you're busy, you have to take the time to go find it, and most of us won't do that.
0: And if it's not there, you're certainly not going to drink it. Absolutely. So the other thing you can do to make sure that you're getting all all of the water you need is to develop a system of your own to keep track. You know, you might save bottle caps or uh, you might just get in the regular habit of having them at certain times during the day.
1: Absolutely. I highly recommend that you start with a particular size bottle and and give yourself a, a minimum for the day of how many of those bottles you need to drink. And You know, set them off to the side and you can count them pretty easily. Um, However, whatever works for you, but you should definitely track it so you're not just guessing that you might have hopefully got your water in that day.
0: Yeah, that's not as good. It's definitely better to start trying to get some water in, but having a system to keep track is going to help you out. It'll let you know where you stand. A lot of people are working out now. A huge industry now is the gyms and uh, exercise and all of that. And um, It's important to be hydrated before, during, and after your workout.
1: Absolutely. Um, I happen to teach a strength training class, and this is one of the primary things to go over the first day. People don't realize that it's not just about drinking water afterwards when you're already sweaty and tired and thirsty, but you're going to really have an optimal workout if you start drinking water before you even start. And then depending on how long you're working out, you know, if it's only a 10-minute walk, you might not want to carry the water bottle with you, but most of us are doing more than that. So you want to drink the whole duration of your workout and then afterwards. And that's a considerable amount of bounces right there.
0: Yeah, you know, that's something I'm not doing. i got to start doing that. Uh, I don't particularly hydrate before because I don't feel the need. And perhaps that's just the wrong way to look at it. I guess if I'm feeling the need, it's already too late, huh?
1: Right. And yeah. that's very normal. Most people don't feel thirsty before they're going to go work out. so They don't think about it. But if you start trying it, you'll find that your workouts are going to actually be more efficient. And you're going to feel better while you're doing it because you need the water to come from somewhere when you're sweating.
0: And if you're having trouble, water is best. Plain water is best. But you can try subs like we mentioned, Crystal Light, and some of the diet sodas, which we can count as water, even though they're not just plain water. Right on. Cool. Well, that about wraps the very first Eating Well podcast. My name is Steve. I'm Michelle. Thanks so much for listening. We'll see you next time. This is L.A. Nightmare by 0.22. If you would like to send us a question about this show or any other topic you'd like covered, you can record yourself in MP3 format and email it to eating.well at gmail.com. Of course, we accept regular text emails as well. The website for the podcast is eatingwellpodcast, all one word, dot blogspot.com. Our podcast is hosted by Risen.net, part of BlipMedia.org. You can check them out at www.blipmedia.org. Some of the music featured in this podcast has been provided by the PodSafe Music Network. Check them out at music.podshow.com.